Welcome to the Music Business Podcast. Whether you're an aspiring music business professional or a seasoned vet, every Thursday, the Music Business Podcast brings you the trends, tactics, and insights from some of the world's brightest minds in music. I'm Jordan Williams of EQT Management. And I'm Sam Heisel from Knox. We're not teachers. We're entertainment industry professionals, drinkers, wannabe comedians, and most importantly, fans. Welcome to the show. What's happening, Jordan? What's up, Sam? Not much. Very excited to have our guest on today, Mr. Lionel Marciano. Lionel is an incredibly talented manager that manages some very, very big artists, uh, most notably Black Coffee, the music DJ career of Virgil Abloh, Blondish, a handful of other different tech tech house, uh, Afro house DJs from around the world. Um, I think he has an incredible perspective that we're really happy to dive into today because I think Black Coffee, I mean, when... Lionel started working with Black Coffee. Lionel was a promoter and buyer at a small club in Paris. It was an incredible, really cool spot. But at the time, um, when they booked Black Coffee, this is one of Black Coffee's first international gigs ever. This is over 10 years ago. Flash forward 10 years. Now Black Coffee is getting played and booked to headline and play on main stages at some of the world's biggest dance music and music festivals. Um, He's collaborating with major artists as one of the hottest and biggest residencies in Ibiza. Um, So... A lot of artists and managers think it's all about shortcuts and having this one hit record. But I think Lionel's story and the ascension of Black Coffee that we're really able to dive a lot into today um, is just a testament to the fact that this is a game of persistence. It's a game of constant improvement, learning, relentlessness. And I think Lionel has grown a lot as a person and he speaks a lot through this journey and, and how he and Black Coffee have been able to grow together. This one's also just very close to heart for me as uh, been able and fortunate to be able to work on kind of the digital strategy and content side of Black Coffee's career for the past three years in collaboration and under kind of the leadership and teamwork with Lionel and Lionel's team. So I think even just in those three years too, it's been amazing to see the the progress in, with Black Coffee. I think um, he's really, I mean, even outside of just this three-year span, has gone from this local star, I mean, it, to kind of a, a bubbling local DJ in South Africa to being one of the most famous and looked up to people in South Africa to now being go from playing at underground clubs around the world to having headlining shows at major concerts, major festivals. Um, outside of Black Coffee, I mean, Virgil Abloh, uh, incredibly influential person. He helps manage his DJ and music career. Um, I think Lionel's perspective on how to manage, on how to grow, on how to approach and what to focus on in developing an artist's career is super valuable. So really excited to dive into this episode today. What do you think, Jordan? Well, I always like hearing from other managers because one, every year that you're managing, you learn so much. And Lionel has so much experience that he had a lot to share not just for the aspiring manager, but also for the aspiring artists on just how to think about your career. I was really excited to have him on because all I want to do is learn every single day. And when we have people on this podcast that do what I do and they do it at a much larger scale, I feel like I am truly learning equally as much, not less than, not more, equally as much than the listeners who are listening to this podcast. So I'm really excited. I was really excited to get him on. You know, I, I, you could tell during the episode and I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. Yeah. So without any further ado, Mr. Lionel Marciano. Lionel. Yes. We've been excited. We've been waiting for this episode to happen. Excited to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing super well and thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Of course. We're very excited. 
How's your, uh, I know you recently left New York for uh, Austin, Texas. How's that been? I'm not supposed to say it. It's, uh, you know, because whenever I say that I'm in Austin, people are like, what? But for what? So then I have to explain it. And it's almost like I have to justify myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because we work, uh, we work uh, about brand and hype, I felt like maybe it's better not saying it. Yeah. But to answer your question, <laughs> I'm fucking loving it. That's amazing. That's <laughs> you know? awesome. And I'm so happy. And that makes me... Uh, being uh, uh, so excited to be uh, here with you because yeah, yeah. whenever I'm on the road now, I understand why I'm doing this job. Mm-hmm. And also because when I'm coming back home, I have a balance. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just uh, way better for me. Yeah, that's amazing, man. You know, um, Cool. And I know it's been, it's been a fun week so far in uh, New York this past week. Uh, oh, Trevor yeah. Noah, Drake party. Yeah, and more, and more, and, and more, more, and more. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It's amazing, you know, it's amazing and it's, um, it's amazing because, and it's fascinating because, um, I really believe about the, the power of the dreams mm-hmm. and the power of the visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's been said many times, you know, like there are books about it and, you know, it on TV, but it's crazy how true it is, you know, when you dream about something and when you, you, you visualize it and you're waiting for it, mm-hmm. it's fucking coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's surprising when it comes, but when you look and when you think about it, you're like, well, you, you know, it almost like it was written. Right, you know? you're preparing and, for it. Yeah, you know, and, and this is why today I felt like I had to, to acknowledge that because I think uh, what is very important, according to me, um, at 40 years old, that's how old I am, is that when something happens that you saw or you visualized before or that you dreamed, when it's coming, um, be, be in the moment present, be in the present and acknowledge it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, be grateful, but also be like, hey, this is crazy. It was written. It works. I'm so happy. Yeah. Let's dream bigger now. Yeah, right. you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I um I actually had an experience like that with one of my clients. We were at um we were at a Claro show last year at Music Hall of Williamsburg. And I was like, "Look, man, we're going to be in here next year. I'm telling you right now, we're going to be in here next year." And then he's like, "No, nah, man, I don't think people really buy my buy my concert tickets to be in this venue. Like I just don't think my music has that much mass appeal." So we put it on the the routing and it's it is sold out in 3 days. And uh, he didn't he didn't take any time to acknowledge that. So we were, you know, it's funny. We were just getting ice cream. And I was like, hey, you know that venue you said you would never sell out because your music wasn't mainstream enough? Well, you sold it out in three days. Wow. Like, take some time out to just accept that moment, wow. you know? That's crazy. You know what? Everything you just said now uh, is really what I'm going through as well. Like, uh-huh. I always say, you know, we're going to be there in one year. Or I, yeah. I usually use the word, I'm smelling it. I yeah. smell it, <laughs> you know. I can smell something, it's going to happen. It's going to be our turn. Right. So I'm glad, you know, we are like two managers here mm-hmm. and we basically have the same uh, um, in, in, intuition. Instinct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. You know, right. I, I'm, great, man. Right. That's awesome. No, and I think... Um, I mean, obviously, we've been spending a fair amount of time working on Black Coffee for the past couple of years, but your story with Black Coffee goes way further back than that. I think Black Coffee has gotten to great heights recently. And I mean, I think you are, per your point, being very grateful, present in the moment, but doing so from a place of like 
you're not losing sight of the vision. You're, you're still, there's still a lot to build. So can you just talk and kind of set the stage as to when you first, how did you first come across Black Coffee and then how did you guys start working together? Yeah, amazing. And when was that? Yeah, so that was about 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. I think it takes us to 2007, maybe. I mean, we are in 2019. If you remove 12, what would that be? 2019 minus 12? Yeah, 12, yeah. 2007. 2007. 2007, okay. Yeah, so, 12. um, <laughs> yeah, 12. Yeah. Well, because he said 12. No, yeah. no, that's well, because right. he, he, he already said, yeah. I can tell him everything. He already <laughs> said 2007. Remove your pants. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So, um, no, so we met in South Africa, right? And, um, <laughs> and, uh, we met in South Africa, uh, back then, um, uh, had a, I had a recording label mm-hmm. called uh, Real Tone Records. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's still the same name of my agency, uh, my my management company. But it was called Real Tone Records. It was a, a, an underground house um, label, right? And um, I met him uh, in Johannesburg, mm-hmm. and um, uh, because I was doing a workshop, a panel about the art of mastering. Uh, because I was a sound engineer as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, um, there was a conference called South African Music Conference. And, you know, those kind of conference where the night you have uh, shows and during the days you have uh, panels, mm-hmm. you know, those type of yeah. Yeah. And so one of the panels was like, hey, uh, show us uh, the craft of the mastering. Mm-hmm. And I was a nerd. I was a geek. Yeah, I was yeah. really into like analog gears mm-hmm. and mastering. and Right. That was really like my job, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was basically doing this panel in front of a, an, as, an audience of mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, like 50 kids. And uh, so I was invited for that, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I met uh, Black Coffee during that period. And he gave us a, a, a CD back then with a song um, called Even Though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I mean, he gave us the song because he was maybe, he was like, hey, you guys want to release it. Right. And so when we came back, we heard the song and we were like, oh my God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And that's basically how the, 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 the relationship um, um, got going. Right. So I would say it comes from a recording label point of, you know, angle at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, I was also managing a nightclub. And I was a promoter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when basically when you when you 24 years old or 23 years old or 25, whatever, and you know you love this job, yeah. you want to do everything to make right. it happen. Right. So you do everything. You yeah. have a label, you you are a DJ, you are a sound engineer, you're a promoter, um, you know, then you do a, because you're a good promoter, uh, 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 the, the, the boss of the club is going to tell you, hey, yeah. you have the best night. I want you to manage the club. So you go for it all the mm. way. And so, you know, once we released the song, it was amazing. It was like really like a, a, an underground soulful hit, right? Mm. In New York and played by the, the, the biggest DJs, you know. Uh, then uh, the, the next question was like, hey, uh, would you want to come and play at the, the club? Mm-hmm. Right. And the club was like a, a very famous club. It was small, but we, we this club was like um, legendary. Yeah. Okay. This Be- is in Paris? Yeah. It's called the June. And, uh, you know, I was doing the programming there. Right. right? right, right, right and right. Uh, and um, so, 
and it was a legendary club for a certain type of music, what we call the soulful music. Mm -hmm. You know, like basically soul songs yeah. within the house, mm -hmm. right? Right, right, right? And it was the mecca mm -hmm. for that, awesome. right? And so, you know, we booked Natty. Yeah. Uh, Nazi is black coffee. Yeah, black coffee with a team of promoter mm -hmm. uh, that was actually running the night. And uh, and he came and he blessed us with a, a, a performance, right? And uh, But remember back then, um, you know, um, the business model was like, you know, was not a lot of money. It was no bottle, no table. It was basically 300 people. Three, 200 of them were not buying alcohol. They were drinking water, mm -hmm. you know? And so it was really on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. But he smashed it. And, and what's funny is that in order to have him coming, and since we didn't have a lot of budget, we had to find another show around in another city that would be ready to share the cost of the travel, mm -hmm. right. right? But we're talking about a fee a DJ fee of 600 euro, which is $650. Wow. And a travel, you know, economic travel, like, yeah. like you know, that cost maybe... Uh, Changed a, 12, a lot in 12 years. That, you know, <laughs> as, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks God. <laughs> no, but like, you know, so we had to share everything. And so basically we gave, we find another booking in another town. And so anyway, long story short, he played in Paris and the day after he went to Lyon which is the second town, the second city in France, mm -hmm. okay? Anyway, it burned Paris. And then I called the guys in Lyon. And I was like, hey, how was it? You know, wanted to have their feedback. Right. Lionel, he smashed it. Mm -hmm. So then at that moment, we were like, oh my God. Oh my gosh, he's a tiger here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so has the, that's how the, 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 the relationship um, started. Right. You know, I was like... Listen, Nati, uh, let me help you with the bookings. Yeah. You know, and we started like this. So recording, a bit of recording, a bit of bookings. And then there is an expression in France that says, appetite comes while you eat. Mm -hmm. So as, you know, we were on the road, we went and figured out how we would structure it mm -hmm. step right. by step, right. months after months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But that's how it started. That's amazing. Um, I feel like what's cool too is, I mean, flash, for, flash forward 12 years. I mean, now he's got his own residency on a prime night, one of the biggest clubs and one of the biggest party destinations in the world at Hayabiza and selling out major venues, hard ticket shows. So many people see and think of this on a like a one two three year scale like is he gonna break like oh it's been two years i think can you speak to the patience and persistence that you've had because i feel like that's uh the, i mean 12 years in you're really now just hitting this major spike and i'm sure there's been like little moments of progress throughout but i feel like a lot of people aren't approaching it with that long-term perspective yeah you know yeah that's a great question um you know for me it's an algorithm okay it's an algorithm And every artist has a different algorithm, mm -hmm. you know. Some artists are going to grow um, step by step in a very conservative way, right? But they're going to do it on a longer scale, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And when they hit a climax, like a, 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 some kind of a, of a high level, then 
they may not be interested in growing more. All they're going to try to do is to maintain that mm-hmm. momentum and to be and to subscribe in uh, a 15 years, um, uh, 20 years, um, um, how can I say, career uh, mm-hmm. uh, algorithm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but that a type of artist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have other type of artists that for many different reasons, the algorithm is different. You know what I mean? Yeah, and one thing I feel like, I mean, having worked pretty closely with you for the past couple of years, you think deeply and are very strategic in regards to specific decisions that other people might just make quickly. Uh, I won't talk about like specific venue names, but I recall that there were like certain venues regarding New York shows that you like held off on because you felt like him playing at that venue would have been too expected. Yeah. So you're constantly looking at different ways to to go outside of the norm yeah, and keep people yeah, on their yeah, toes. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But that's that comes back to what I was saying. I'm trying to mirror the moves on the dreams of Black Coffee mm. as a manager. I'm not here to how can I say? Black Coffee is a leader. Right. He has dreams that are very clear because mm-hmm. he makes them clear, not in a in a in a uh, bossy way or not in a in an aggressive way. Right, he's very quiet and and you know and very you know with, you you know him very well. But his dreams are clear, mm-hmm. and you know all you need is to follow the visions, follow the dreams, understand the DNA, his background where he's coming from, who are his role models, Mm -hmm. you know, you understand, you know, and once once you understand that, all you need is to draft a a skeleton, Mm -hmm. you know, that mirror, Mm -hmm. that reflect his dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. That That gets him where he wants to be. Absolutely. So, So when basically holding off on a venue is because... I'm just rem- I'm just like taking a moment to remind or to recall what are the dreams. Mm-hmm. Are we still on track? Right. You know. Right. Uh, um, you know. Uh, right. You know. Is it? Is it? Does it matches? Does mm-hmm. it match? Does it match with where we want to go? Is that? Is that gonna help us? Right. If it's not, I would rather wait. Right. That, does it make sense? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. No. I think that's something. Um, you know, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but that a lot of artists don't necessarily understand when they come to me and they they want me to manage them. It's it's almost as you know this mirroring that you're talking about, where you mirror the dreams. It's almost as if they want me to make the dreams. You know, <laughs> that happens all the time. It's 100%. like you know, I'm I'm making music, but I don't know what I want. Maybe I'll get a manager. The manager will help me decide what I oh, want. Yeah. You know, one hundred percent, man. You're so true. And you know what? This is what I always say. You know, like, um, it's, it's really like, you know, he, we have, he's someone incredible. Mm-hmm. You understand? And, and for me, um, um, the, 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 the service that I deliver, the work that I deliver is really, um, scaled on, on, on his, you know, on who he is. Because at the end of the day, is the one who uplift me. Does mm-hmm. it make sense? Right. Who, who, who triggers 
my 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 appetite right. for work and success. Yeah, right. yeah, Does it yeah, make for sense? Sure. For sure. You understand? I, I really think it's a human uh, relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. You you understand? And 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 the way the way he manages his people, like it almost feel like, you know, it, it give it gives you so much confidence and so much respect that. It, it's almost like if someone throws you in the water, but you don't know how to swim, but suddenly you swim super well. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. you go super fast. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking, you know, uh, uh, you know what I mean? For sure. So that's, you know, that's how I see it. So mm-hmm. that exactly matches with what you said, you know, it's, he has dreams, you know, and I follow the vision. Right. As simple as that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you had to distill, um, I mean, I think a lot of the people that are listening to the show are, um, managers and artists and artist teams uh, tend to be in kind of like mid or earlier stages of their career. Like, what do you think are some of the most important things to, to focus on in the kind of the earlier stages of the career? Or, and even just looking back in your experience and helping develop and grow Black Coffee, like what are some of the things that you're, you're really glad that you did focus a lot on? Because I'm sure that changed and I'm sure a lot of the stuff that you put a lot of attention towards at first, you're like, this is just a major waste of time. Uh, yeah, so, so for me, for the artist, there is two two entries here. There is for the artist mm-hmm. and there is for the manager, correct? Mm-hmm. No? Is that did I understand mm-hmm. the, the question? Yeah, I mean for sure. And ultimately, like as an early stage artist, whether you're the artist or the artist team. But I mean, I guess, yeah, both sides. Cause I I mean, you as an aspirational manager too, I mean, you've grown a lot beyond just the work you've done with Black Coffee too. Yeah, yeah. So as a manager, as a manager. I think it's, you need to put the hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to, maybe if you were expecting something way more, uh, bi- bi- you know, biblical <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. crazy, you know, yeah. right. you need to put the hours. Yeah. Okay. You need to put the hours. You need to work hard and you need to um, be confident in what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, you know, f- for, for us, we come from the DJ side. Mm-hmm. Okay from the DJ world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, something that is very important and that worked well for me until now is that I know what is a good show. Mm-hmm. I understand very well the business model of a show. Uh, I understand very well the language of promoters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand very well the language of billing, of growing a crowd, of um, GA, bottle, uh, guest list, Mm -hmm. vibe, um, Mm -hmm. good people, understanding the crowd, venues. And as a DJ manager, I think um, that what made me successful Mm-hmm. Until until now, right. Right? Right, right? And I and and for for me, I think the the reason um, I know a lot about the the the, the DJ side and the and the performance side mm-hmm. is because I've done that job. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I've been a, a buyer. Mm-hmm. I've been a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been Uh-oh. a party guy. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta dig up the the Lionel DJ. Oh sets. my god, you have some uh, some uh, interesting some, stories some online. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, but anyway, so I've been part of that. Mm-hmm. It's my, uh, it's my, uh, language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? For sure. So, um, that according to me in a DJ life, um, uh, what 
I think the most important is the performance. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, today things has been changing. I think now the content yeah, becomes yeah. like, you know, yeah, because yeah. I feel like right now, uh, you, there is two performance going on. Mm. There, are, there, are the, there is the performance going on on stage. So let's say you're playing in front of uh, 4,000 people. Mm-hmm. But technically, you also perform online. Yeah. And you perform, the, the, the audience online is way bigger. Right. So I think you need to know how to perform on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you need how to perform online. That's interesting. And so that's the new evolution for mm-hmm. me. You know? I like that framing. Sam's like, yeah, this is like, music I'm, to I'm, my I'm, ears, I'm bro. Take, I gotta take that down. Yeah, you know, yeah, for like, sure. So no, and I, I always say- on Knox website. And I, yeah, you know, I always <laughs> say, I don't give, I always say, I don't give a fuck of what's gonna happen tonight. Right. What I want is that we fucking look good online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the thing is, and especially about Ibiza, is that, you okay, you're gonna play tonight in Ibiza. It's gonna be cool. There's gonna be 5,000 people. God bless. Cool. But I am convinced that you have maybe a million or two million people who do not want to come to Ibiza mm-hmm. and would rather stay in their living room, right. but they want to follow what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're curious. They want to see you live. Mm-hmm. They want to hear. They want to see what the other people are saying. Right. And you need to feed their right. appetite. Right. You know? And so, you know... So that's where the game is. And I think when we went to Ibiza the mm. first year, yeah. I think that's what we understood well. Right. I think we, we, we went very strong on content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thanks to you. Uh, can I say it here? Yeah, please. Yeah, okay. uh, uh, say it again. You know, <laughs> thanks to, to you. Like you, you know, a sound you know we, I think we, we did, we, we, we put it, you remember, we, mm. we did so much online. Yeah, for sure. We, like produce like, Movies, yeah, you know, yeah, like, every week. like movies, like with like HBO trailers, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that was a major help, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I would say live performance, understanding the way it works, and I would say then after, um, on the, you know, understanding the content, and right. and that's something that Black Coffee mm-hmm. has always been very good at yeah. and, and by the way you, you you all need all you need to do is to look at his numbers right like it's 2.3 million i think in the techno house world uh, there's no one like this yeah. mm-hmm. you know and because he's, he's been he's been a, a facebook and a twitter and an ig yeah. uh, 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 artisan advocator from day one right, right. you know right um anyway yeah, I mean, when it comes to the content side, I think it's interesting from my experience too, because I think we're constantly refining and trying to adjust the performance. But it's interesting too, because I feel like you guys, even in the techno house space and Black Coffee has been so much more proactive than other artists in that genre. And I think it, as a result, like he really has been building a lot of momentum. That that definitely helped. That definitely helped. Um, I also think he has, um, and that's the advice I will give to uh um that's to the to the talents now mm-hmm. to the artists you know uh so to summarize on the managers i will say make um uh find your your craft and become extremely good at it right. an expert right you know you know so when it comes to to shows i think i am one uh now for an artist right i would say and that's something i i, I you know, um, that uh, Black Coffee has always said 
but also Virgil, manage your craft, find your formula. Mm -hmm. You know, tune it, work mm -hmm. it hard. Right. You understand? And I think Black Coffee has a craft. Oh, yeah. He has a formula. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the G-spot right there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's crazy because to go back on the June back then, when he played for the first time, um, he came. He did very well. I told you he smashed it. Mm -hmm. But to be quite frank, it was not a smash as he's doing now, as he does now on regular basis. Right. He came, you know, maybe one of his first show abroad. So he did well, but he was not happy. Right. And he was like, okay, I'm going to go back to my country. I have a lot of work there. Yeah. And at some point, I've got, I'm going to have another opportunity to come back. Right. But I'm going to do way, way better because mm -hmm. my craft, it was not a G-spot. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to work more. Right. And when he came back a year after, mm -hmm. he came with a, uh, with a, a really like, um, he had studied. Yeah. He had uh, make his craft, the craft, you know, that he has now. Right. This, this formula, you know, and that was like a really like a smash right. for the, on the second time. Right. And so I really think for an artist, mm -hmm. especially for a DJ, since this is what I'm specialized in, yep. you have a lot of DJs out there, a lot, you know, but some DJs, they don't even have turntables home. Like I've worked with some artists in the past, like when I was telling them, do you have turntables home? No. Well, so what? So you playing and you want to have eight, 10 gigs a, a, a week? Yeah. But you don't have turntables home and you buying records every day. Are you a jukebox or are you a performer? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a performer, you need to fucking rehearse, man. Yeah. Right? You're not a jukebox, you know. I, you know, jukebox, you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, we call this a jukebox or, or a, a bag, a record, a bag of record mm -hmm. of, of, you know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? A record bag. Right, right. So that's another game. Mm -hmm. Today, um, uh, uh, in, 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 you know, you DJs, that plays on bigger rooms and that has like 20 shows, 15 shows a month are performers. Mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? So you have Mick Jagger right. who goes on stage and, and break everything and he's a lion. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to be as a DJ? Right. You know what I mean? Right. You need to be a performer. And in order to be a performer, you need to rehearse. Right. And in order to rehearse, you need to, you know, you need, to, it's like if you basically want to drive, yeah. but you never drive. Right. How are you going to be able to drive? Right. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, for artists that wants to be a successful DJ, work your craft, rehearse, you know? And if you decide that you're going to play a record every weekend, a different record. Right. So at least make sure you know your record right. and rehearse the series, right. you know, because otherwise you're going to be lost in your records. Right. And you, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think that's very important for a DJ. Yeah. There is many other yeah. things though, but that's, you know. I actually sure. think that um, it's pretty relevant for a lot of artists. I know, I know Love Renaissance, the, the record label, um, they signed an artist, Black, 
who's doing really well right now, yeah. uh, over a billion streams on his last album. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I remember an interview one of the founders was saying where people would come up to them and they'd be like, "What? Like, what was your secret? What did you do to get Black so popular?" Like. When 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 we saw him, they would say when we saw him perform years ago, he already seemed like the seasoned vet he is right now. And it's because they put a lot of uh, effort into making sure their artists rehearsed. It was like a thing that people didn't, they don't really pay attention to, especially for for, for, for like singers, R&B singers, right? Like you don't think, oh, you got to go home and like rehearse your performance. It's like, you know, you have to make the music that's going to get the streams. But they made, the, they made Black go home and rehearse his performance. So by the time... The music, you know, was there. He already had the the quality of performance that he needed to turn those fans into super fans when they got to the show. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah. You know. But, you know, it's uh, easier to say oh, yeah. than to do. So uh, let's be humble. You know, everyone do the best they can. Uh, uh, you know, but but the good news is that if you work hard, and you rehearse, I think you can uh, you can do very well. And sometimes better than people that potentially are more talented than you. Yeah. Right. You know, we all know that, right? Yeah, for it's, sure. You know. One thing I want to dive into, and I think um, you personally have grown a lot as a manager and your team and organization too. And I think uh, early on, right when you started managing, it was probably just you and Nati. Um now you have a salad. Now you have like a full team around you, other co-managers. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a small army. Yeah. Um, can you talk about how you've gone about kind of building your team and, and what you feel are like some of the, the key elements of a management team as you start to grow? Yeah. So that's, you know, I am not a master at that. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I was very confident when I was telling you about uh, performance, <laughs> you know? but I'm glad now you corner me with something else where I can be humble and tell you that that's something I'm, I'm learning every day. Yeah. Okay. So you mean resources, uh, uh, team leadership, management, you know, it's very important, right? right? So obviously, um, we have a bigger team now. And I think, um, um, you know, we're doing well. But I'm learning every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know. Um, and But there is one thing that I'm proud of. And, and I think that's also, that's a signature, like a craft. I am extremely passionate, as you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, nah, you. Some no. people, some people say that I'm intense. Yeah, you know, which nah. is true. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, but I'm really passionate about what I do. You know, and uh, the good news is that I'm also a, a good salesman. Yeah. Right. So if you if you take passion and sales and mm. you put it in a cocktail, you know, and you shake, you know, when it's time to talk to a, a new team member mm-hmm. or someone young who wants to start mm-hmm. or learn this game, I think I can convey a good energy <laughs> right. and I think I can train people. Yeah. And because I will explain, I will always explain why. And because I love my job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I've done a, a lot of mistakes um, with like learning how to, to, you know, to build a team. When I say a lot of mistakes, not bad mistake, but we, we, we learn. It's not like I've never done a, a school for that. Mm-hmm. So we learn on the fly, right? right? Right. But, you know, but I think what um, made me or made us going through, right, is that we sp- I speak with my heart. 
Right. Right. Because I love my job. And if someone is telling me, hey, I want to work because I want to learn, you know, so I'm telling him, guess what? You are the best place. Right. You know, we're going to we're going to teach you. You're going to learn. And I'm going to so happy to tell you the stories and the tricks right. and the tones and the little, you know, uh, the little uh, uh, techniques, yeah. right. you know, yeah. on right. how to, to bluff, right. on how to, uh, you know, you know what I mean? To negotiate. Yeah. I just love, you know, right, so I right, think right. I can convey a good energy. And totally. I think that's what, that's what makes the, 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 the harmony right now. Totally, you understand? Totally, totally, totally. Because, you know, you know very well in the entertainment world, it's not like a nine to five. No. You know, you don't get like advantages or like incentive, like if you work at Delta Airlines or right. with all due respect, you know, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, I guess the people who comes on board or who wants to come on board, they know that. Yeah. But what they want in exchange is to learn, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And to grow. Yeah. And I think I can deliver that. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's management, cool. you know, can be a thankless job. You know, you, um, you really have to take time out, like you're saying, to appreciate the wins um, for you and your artist. But I think something that I learned like pretty early on and that I try to teach my interns Um, in addition to constant feedback, positive feedback and negative feedback and, you know, everything in between, it's that you're not, it's not always going to feel like, you know, when you're done a project and things are done the right way and they're done in a great way that somebody's going to be there to like pat you on the back, especially in management, in my opinion, you know. 100%. Um, and I think a lot of the times, um, in my experience, your team are the people that actually help you build that morale between releases, between projects. So a great sign, a good, a good sign of a good team, in my opinion, is also people that have each other's back, not just, you know, productively, yeah. but they also have each other's back to make sure that they can get through the day because it can be tiring, you know? So. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I agree 100%. It's like, you know, it's definitely a team, a team job, mm -hmm. you know? And um, let's be clear. This game is a competition. Yeah. That's okay. the funnest part, though. Yeah. yeah. That's the funnest I'm, I'm, part. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but But it's a competition. Yeah. And uh, you, you want everyone to race along with you. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you, you know, we are a team. We need to help. We need to anticipate. We need to help each other. We need to anticipate on things. We need to ask ourselves questions. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, right. uh, yeah. I, I feel like um, one common lesson you hear amongst entrepreneurs that get further along in their career and start to reach like levels of quote unquote success is, uh, I mean, just persistence through the face of like crazy adversity when it seems like it just might not work out or you should just give up. You just keep going and push it right through. Yeah. Can you talk, can you talk about some of those moments throughout the, this journey? I mean, I, I feel like right now, like things are, are great. Obviously it's only getting greater, but like you're having a moment right now, man. Um, so you what, know, what, you know, it scares me when you're telling me that. I'm like, he's like, no, I'm not. Shut no, the fuck no, no, up. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't see it like this. Okay. Honestly, I, honestly, I, I, ref I refuse. Actually, uh, there is no I, moment. You're not having no, a moment. No, I take no, it back. We, we, we work hard, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, God bless, and right. let's, you know, we, we, we acknowledge that it's we are happy, but there is so much more things to do, man. Totally. I mean, and also every time you have a victory or win. You have a, a battery of questions, new questions coming at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you never, you, honestly, you, you, you're happy an hour and then you're like, hmm, but what if you do this and it's not going to do that? 
fuck, and what if you do this and it's not going to do right, that? Right, oh, right. my God. Maybe by this way and go that way. Shit, I'm shit. Maybe I should go that way. Right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And, you, yeah. you know, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, for so, sure. You know, that's a great point. That's so funny. So, so, you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so. I literally, uh, there was an album release. Like my first major album release was in September for an artist that I managed, and I was like, I was pretty happy for about two hours, <laughs> two, two or three hours. So I was, I was like, oh, this is sick. This is crazy. And then about three hours in, I was like, all right, well, okay, now we gotta do this, this, and that, this, this, and that. Absolutely. You know? Your mind starts running again, but that's the exciting part about it. That's the exciting yeah. So, yeah. One hundred. Yeah, great. What do you? Uh, so to and to go back to that, the question then. What are some of the hardest moments that you had to push through where you, you felt potentially like giving up in this journey, in this process where you, you persevered? I, you know, I... Maybe not even giving up per no, se, giving up straight, hard, you know, hard moments that no, were really tested you. Giving up, giving up, never. Okay. Uh, because, because, you know, the, to do this job, you have to be a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I am a bit nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and when you're not, you're sometimes not conscious. Right. So God bless that what protected me to, uh, to, uh, you know, to be like, I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to give up. Right, right, you right, know, right, right. I've always been illuminated. Mm-hmm. Right. So no give up, but bad beats. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some. What do you want me to say? You want me to tell my bad beats? Yeah. And my I bad mean, moments? I, and, I, and how you dealt with it and, and push forward. What I think a, yeah, it's it valuable it, it for people to It doesn't need to, to be, you know, it doesn't need to be bad necessarily. Learning moments, yeah, challenging learning mo- moments. So learning moments, learning moments, fantastic. I'm, I'm going to be very uh, open about it this summer. Okay. So the summer is probably the peak of... Uh, uh, a DJ life. Mm-hmm. And one means uh, the peak, when you say peak of the DJ life, you basically say the peak of the DJ manager life. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, right? right, right. <laughs> that's, that's uh, you know, there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one equal, yeah, one yeah, equal yeah, two, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so now we are in August. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's 30 shows a month. Okay. For one, for one artist. Um, uh, and then you have other talents who, do, who are doing like 15, 10 shows. But anyway, they all are at their highest uh, level of operation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does it mean? It means that the whole team has to follow, right? And, and this summer, it was not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, you know, like it was like a war. You know, when you go for an operation, you hide, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it goes this completely is, soft. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like after, you know, after one week in August, you have someone coming back who cannot walk anymore. <laughs> you have someone crying. You, and you have like the whole army who's like, you, there is no army anymore. <laughs> you know? And, and at that moment, you, you feel sorry. Mm-hmm. You feel sorry because you are, you're supposed to be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. And... At that moment, I was like, okay, we went on 150% each and it's not good. I would rather have more people mm. and we are at 80%. Right. I, you know, I, you know, it's, you know, it's the most important moment of the summer. And suddenly we have to do uh, social uh, work. Right. Taking care of health, taking care of emotions. Mm. You know, we love that. 
mm-hmm. but we don't want it. We don't want it to happen in August. Why right. don't we do it in December when it's time to offer present and say, you know, for Christmas. Right. But in the summer, we have to be focused. Mm-hmm. And I think this summer, um, we, it, we won, huh, by the way. It was a yeah. great summer. It's amazing. God mm-hmm. bless. But next year, you can count on me. Um, I'm going to, I've learned so much. Okay. Right. So we're going to be more people, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to ask everyone to do everything. Right. Everyone will stay in his lane, but we will have more people. You know, that's basically what I told you. I, you know, I'm learning. You right, know what right. I mean? For sure, for sure. So the, the next summer, we're going to be fierce. We're going to be stronger. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we're right. going to be more and ready. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, basically, y- you work hard and you cannot assume that your team will do 200% as well. Right. You know, if they do 100%, it's amazing. Right. You understand? You know what I mean? So I think I was, you know, anyway, we'll we'll do better. But was that clear? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. What um what are some qualities that you see in young young managers where you're like oh man this 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 man or this woman is about to be a beast where you just interact with them and they just give you that feeling you okay know? so you know I um you know obviously I am my my craft is has been like a self made man yeah you know I, I I basically I'm a flea market salesman mm-hmm. yeah. you know I used to sell uh, jeans mm-hmm. yeah and then someone in front of the jeans store like was selling records. And I told him, hey, you want me to come? I can leave the jeans and come to the records. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, he said, okay, come. And then I became record salesman. Right. So, so because of that, I like to see this in a manager, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the craft. I am, uh, I am sens- sensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, uh, you know? So I like people that's going to do things. Right. You know, being a doer, being a, you know, you tell him, listen, we need to get this done. And you don't know why or how it's going to be done. You know, he's going to be able to sell. He's going to be able to get the price you want. He's going to be able to get the, the billing you want. You know, he's uh, going to call. He's going to be able to um, uh, uh, use different tones. You know, uh, sometimes you have to play the tone of the, 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 the ego tones, the, 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 the tough tones. Sometimes yeah. you have to play the, the very uh, uh, polite tones where you almost <laughs> like look silly, but right. oh, cool. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to play the tone of uh, the, the tone of whatever. You, you're not there, you're not answering, yeah. you know, and I love, you know, I love uh, 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 young managers that understand that well, uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, it's it's human relationship, right? So I always say, okay, when you look at an email, you know, there is many ways to write an email, mm-hmm. okay? You can mm-hmm. make longer emails, you can make shorter emails, but what's going to make the email strong? Which word are you going to use? Right. Which techniques are, are you going to do to fish, mm. you know? Uh, and also when you talk to someone. So I'm yeah. really, I really love that, you know? Yeah, right. that, that, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, for no. sure, for sure. Um, can you talk about Virgil? I mean, Virgil Abloh, uh, one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People. I remember um, I, I've been a fan. I think he has tons of, I mean, both on the fashion side, his music industry. I remember when you told me that you started working with him and 
um, helping him in some of his music visions. I was like, Lionel, you dog. Can you, can you talk about how, how that kind of came together and what the, the project's been like there? So, you know, um, we, how did it start? Um, we met on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, Black Coffee and Virgil were uh, 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 booked to do a show together. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, I was at the show. Yeah. And that's how I met Virgil. Right? And Virgil was very clear as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that goes back to Black Coffee. Right. Make your dream clear. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's, I, I guess that's what I need me to be, to do my job yeah. well, you know? As exactly what you said earlier, you know, tell me what is your vision. I, I don't want to have it for you. Right. You know, and, and we'll deliver. We'll try. But, you know, his vision was, I'm a DJ before being a, a fashion designer or mm-hmm. designer. Right. His vision was to be a DJ no, before. He is a DJ. Already. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's been this first love. Yeah, yeah. Is DJ. Interesting. He's a he's a music digger. Right, right, right. right. He's like a, a like a serious music digger. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a you you know and but you know destiny in life, uh, destiny made that the the design and the art and the fashion you know, picked up first, mm-hmm. right? That's, you know, God bless him. Right. And he did very well. Huh? Yeah, right. yeah, we're, yeah. we're not going to go there because this is not my world. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm specialized in music, mm-hmm. right? And, but his vision was, I refuse to abandon my first love mm-hmm. just because the second love picked up first. Right. right. Okay. Right. So this is who I am. And this is what we need to do and what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's very clear. Yeah. Um, and then on the top of this, what's going on for him on the, on the fashion and on the design in the last two years was spectacular, right? Right. And what I love about talent is that the craft they have is so particular, is so unique, mm-hmm. is so in a way niche because it's it's never been done before, mm-hmm. right? But because it's so powerful, it goes across the you know across you know it crosses over, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on on Virgil as well. Yeah, you understand yeah, 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 yeah. because Virgil today. Uh, was able to perform a Coachella stage, you know, mm-hmm. playing hip hop, very, you know, with a lot of texture and grain. And at the same time, uh, dark techno, alternative mm-hmm. beats, all of them, you know, assembled in a very alternative way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about indie music. Right. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, having like kids jumping, you know, right. and kids who've never heard that techno before because it doesn't play on Spotify, it doesn't play on 
radio, but his charisma and what he represents allows him to go beyond, mm-hmm. right? Does he make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And, and that's what I really love, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, again, for me and for my team and I, you know, we're really happy and proud, but again, full credit to Mr. Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you understand? Right, right, right. What a vision. Yeah. How sharp he is. Mm-hmm. And again, as a, as a human being, you know, and that's what people doesn't understand about man- the relationship between managers and, and artists. You know, I can tell you about that. You know, I'm actually the one learning from, I'm learning from them. Yeah. You know, like they, in, they are, they are extremely aspirational, like, like human being, the, the way they are able to, to stay humble, the way they are able to treat their people, even at the highest level of pressure, you know, the way they are able to not micromanage, uh, uh, cut the, the unnecessary wording, mm-hmm. uh, uh, having tons of different conversation at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On WhatsApp, while being on the road and having three hours of sleep, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And day after days, I mean, for me, this is just uh, exceptional to be able to learn from them. Mm-hmm. You right. understand? Yeah. So again, I'm very happy, but, you know, I'm lucky that right. I was on the road and that I met Virgil, yeah. you know? For sure. Uh, but honestly, the power comes from them. That's, mm, right. I really, really, really believe that. Right. Yeah. Really believe that. Yeah. You know, I don't sure if I understood, if I answered no, no, your no, question. No, I think, yeah, definitely. You no? took it to an interesting uh, place. Yeah, yeah. Seems yeah for sure. No? Okay, um, good. Speaking of relationships, <laughs> um, something that I had to learn fairly quickly is how close do I get to my artists? Yeah. So um, I've seen relationships with their managers, um, artists' relationships with their managers get so symbiotic, like so intertwined into each other's lives that actually broke them apart and it was like a horrible breakup. I've also seen people be way too informal with their artists where they go, they go, they talk to them as if they're just, it's just like partners, business partners. That's it. How do you draw that line? And so is, you know. Yeah. So that's, first of all, this is great that you go there because that's a a fact. Okay. So um, I believe in positivity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't want to discuss about dramas. Right. 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 Uh, remember, we, we say we have a vision and the vision you think you, you desire it, it's burning and it comes. So let's talk about, let's not talk about drama, but right, right. the relationship is, is everything, yeah. right? And you have different type of mm-hmm. managers and mm-hmm. different type of relationship. So obviously, while listening to me right now, it's easy to understand what kind of manager I am. Right. I'm all about the energy. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the passion. I'm all about, you know, uh, smelling good things, dreaming good things, sending love, you know, I need to be close to the artist, you know. I'm not, honestly, I'm not doing this for for the money. I'm doing this because I love it. Mm. And for me, when we have a success and suddenly I have the call with the artist to share the success, that's what I love. Mm. You know what I mean? And so, I don't think you want to be too, I think you want to be, you need always to remember that when you work with top talents, top artists, they are the boss. 
Yeah. Okay. So yep. you can be cool. You can say some word and slang, and you can use bro sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool. But only if they allow you to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, but they are your boss. You understand? So you yeah. basically, uh, you know, you basically present options to them, mm-hmm. but you always make sure that you not corner corner anyone with like assumptions. Right. It's more like you have options, yeah, uh, and you made it. You make it in a way that all they need to say is yes or no. Yeah. You so basically, not only you bring options. But you basically ask a question that needs to stay open. But at the same time, it, it, it doesn't need to be too open where they have to write a, a, a 100 word. It needs to be open, but uh, also uh, that, that can allow them to answer very quickly. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's one tone. And, the, and, you know, they are the boss. You, you need to be, to be polite. You need to respect their zone. You know, you you need to be humble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, and even if you share some beautiful moments, sometimes on the road, some fun moments, right, right, right. you never close your eyes. <laughs> you are always here to deliver a service. Mm-hmm. You are here for them. You can do the cafe, the coffee. You can bring the bag. You can clean the shoes. You can, uh, uh, you can cut the steak. Uh, you can bring the food. You can clean the car. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. You go all the way. It is extremely important. Does it right. make sense? It's a, it's a work. So, you know, and th- that's for me a very important. I don't know right. if I answered the question. No, better. you did. You definitely you know? did. I think you saw it, no? Yeah. Uh, in What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I mean, obviously, you guys have a super close relationship and friendship, but at the end of the day, I think. Um, I mean, I think you have you bring a when it comes to distilling decisions and presenting things to him. Like you've done so much thinking around the decisions, around the presentation, that the options yeah have a a, a very like strong layer of thought on top of them too. So it's it's, it's not just like you could do this or this. It's like. We've thought about everything we could possibly do. Whereas most people are doing this. We think we, you're presenting unique new ideas. And yeah. I, I think that is this, where one plus one equals five. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's, yeah, I want to add something else as well. It's like um, those, you know, like um, big like artists in general have a, 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 some kind of a sixth sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which allow them to feel right. and to have instinct or intuitions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, when it comes to Virgil or, uh, or uh, Black Coffee or even Blondish or even other talents, mm-hmm. you know, when they have an intuition, lean on it. Right. You know, mm-hmm. go for it. Right. You know, put your, put your money on it. Totally. If suddenly your talent is saying, hmm, I, you know, not feeling it all. Right. You you take this very seriously. Totally. Right. And uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, uh, 
I'm calling an artist and I'm, hey, you know, been thinking about it, but I need your, I really need your vision. Mm -hmm. And when the answer comes in one minute, you just go for it. So I really believe in intuitions Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, uh, and that's what I always look for. Yeah, you know. So as 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 much, I mean, I, I I try to bring options. Yeah. Sometimes I know the answer on my own. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I'm 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 you know I'm 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 delivering it in a way that the artist needs to guide us, right? Because he has right. a sixth sense that you don't have. You totally. you understand? What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, there are a couple of things that I think I actually learned recently that you talked about, which was one setting up the question where it's open-ended enough where their vision can still guide it, but where it's it's sort of like a yes or no, you know? Yeah. Um, I I have a lot of questions for my artists all the time, just like every, every manager does. Um, and I think over time, the list of questions in my head for the artists have gotten smaller and more precise. So going to the artists with things already thought, things already thought out, um, strategies potentially already that we could do, so by the time they see it, they can either add to it or completely scrap it, you know? But um, letting them focus on their craft as much as possible and then coming with the highlights, I think is something that I'm, I've, I've learned like yeah, pretty much this true, year, you know? True. Um, but when they, do, when they do give you that feedback, an artist could talk for 30 seconds and you have, you have everything you need to, to move forward, yes. you know? Yes, It's like... It's crazy sometimes. That happened to me earlier today. I was like, hey, so what do you want to do for your YouTube content plan? Like, I th- you know, I got these ideas. Maybe we could do this. There was three sentences. He said three sentences. I want to do this, this, and this, and this on every video. And I was like, oh, shit, I got it. Okay, cool. Done, yeah. Let's, let's, let's move. That's so, that's so yeah. badass. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and me, it's the same here. Like, uh, we had this major uh, uh, residency uh, offer, right? And, uh, you know, as managers, you need to, you know, managers, you have, a, um, you have, a, um, you, you have a, a sonar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To anticipate on problems. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the problem is that you don't want to be anticipating on problems too much because by focusing on problems and on negativity, you, you attract it, right? Yeah. Right. But at the same time, this is your job as well, right? Yeah. So, but sometimes you're stuck there, mm-hmm. right? And I love when I go to see the artist, you know, and I say, listen, there is this residency uh, opportunity, but it's kind of massive. It's a mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Should we do it? Yeah. But, and suddenly you get this answer. Yes, we do it. Mm. <laughs> okay so at that moment you know the artist make a big favor to you right because now you know that you are on a mission yeah exactly. so but like what happened exactly. did you take the decision or he took the decision <laughs> no you didn't take the decision he just took it right. and yeah. you follow so that's where I'm that's where I'm I'm coming back now to the visions mm-hmm. you understand right. and and I'm 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 lucky and grateful to work with talent mm-hmm. that have visions. Right. You understand? Totally. And I am at their service. Is that if without the vision, is that a big turnoff for you when it comes to kind of who you uh, who you work with? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't feel that that 
deep vision or lead like leadership yeah. factor. It's like, eh, this probably won't work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's something I, I really need. You yeah. know, like, uh, I really need a vision. I, you know, I can, I cannot. Do you, do you ever see managers that, uh, try to be the visionaries and try to lead their artist's career? And do you think that is, that does not work or, no, or no, it no, can work? No, I think, I think it is, you know, I think it, I'm sure it, 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 I don't want to say name. I, I, I do have names. Because, you know, I, I, we, I don't want to spill tea. You know, do you, I mean, I'm sure, you know. Jordan. I, I don't want to say, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is it does exist. And if it works, it works. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you remember, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a marriage. It's a wedding. You know, when I go home and I see my wife, you know, I am, uh, you know, I admire my mm. wife because she has things that, you know, I I re I re rely on, you know, rely on, you know, and and so it's the same here. It's a human relationship, right? Yeah. And you you basically uplift each other, right? Do you understand? Yeah. So you know, um, you know, like for example, um, you know. I, I'm fascinated by long-term manager-artist relationship mm -hmm. once they pass 15, 18 years, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a, a beautiful proof of stability, of, of, of you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Of commitment, of, you know. Right. And uh, so I'm sure, you know, there are some artists who basically outsource <laughs> the vision to their manager, mm -hmm. you, you, you understand? Right. right, right, And, you know, and God bless, you know, if it works, it works, you mm -hmm. know? I'm only speaking from, for who I am. Right, 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 right. right, right. Um, and, uh, you know, once, once the vision is very clear, once the talent and the craft is there, and once you have also those human relationships that allow to work in a calm way. That's a, that's a orgasmic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like for sure. you, 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 you basically, it's like, you know, it's orgasmic. Totally. Mm, that's, totally. You know. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, I've seen man, I've seen a manager, well, actually multiple managers and multiple artists. The artists will have the vision and then the manager will try to say their own vision and then they butt heads and yeah. eventually split up. Yeah. That happens like consistently. I've seen that all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, one hundred percent. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah. like the the manager wants to be the artist or something. I, I I have no idea where where that comes from, but they just try to. It's just too much vision for for one person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. too much going on. I've seen yeah. I've seen them split. And I've also seen the manager and the artist both not have any vision, and they just sit in stalemate for like years. Yeah, I've seen that too. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. really? I've ne I've never. I've seen that. Yeah, that's like a, <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So as we come to a close, what excites you most about this world? I mean, you've been a music fan. I mean, in the game for a minute. What do you love? What excites you? I mean, like I, me, I. You know what? You know what I love? I love selling. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's great. I, you know, I love selling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love telling my stories mm -hmm. and trigger. Uh, you know, like trigger, like. Uh, excitement yeah, you know? yeah, yeah so for yeah. example i use like like i use like biblical sentences you know <laughs> like 
I'm, you know, I, you know, you remember that that character in Pulp Fiction, Samuel H. Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's about to to shoot twenty bullets. Yeah, at, yeah. But before that, he he, he goes, his, yeah, you know, yeah. he talk. You know, I, That's but, you. I would, <laughs> you know, but on the positive side, I would yeah. say, but like, you know, when I sell, I I use like reference to Moses, to the tribe yeah. of Israel, yeah. to yeah. The, the, the freedom of slavery. I do remember you talking you know, at one point about like part yeah. in the Red Sea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I go, I go very far. You yeah. know, I I use like you know. I, but the truth is that <laughs> I'm not a scammer, right? Right, I, right. I, I, I say it because I believe it, right, you know? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, what is, you know, I always use the word, the word prophetic, mm-hmm. right? Prophet, you know? And sometimes when I sell the artist, you know, I use references to Moses. Right. You know, he's going to guide, he's going to... But that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, so that's what I love. I love that. And uh, what I also love is uh, um, thank you. I love the thank you. Mm-hmm. Or not that way, but lo- like, hey, we killed it. Yeah. Wow. Badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those words, like when you're telling me this, mm-hmm. I melt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can go barefoot, naked, under the rain and and run forever right. yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I become your soldier. Right. You understand? Right, right, like right. A, oh, like a, oh my, oh, we killed it. Uh, I see you next week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, not, not maybe the thank you because the thank you, there is something, uh, it's, I erase that, but but more the, the acknowledgement of some kind of a, of a happy moment. Right. You understand? Right. That's I, that's what I love. Totally. So selling and the and the moment with your artist when you basically uh, rewind the, the what happened, right? Uh, the good, right, right, right. Does it make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. You know, yeah. Um, that's what I love, man. Cool, man. Okay. Well, Lionel, so great to know you, man. Consider you a true friend, and uh, it's been a fantastic conversation here today. I hope I didn't say too much. No. You, oh, and I'm going to have a scandal tomorrow online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll find no. out. You know, no, but if, if, you know, if you find out, you're going to remove it immediately. Maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Uh, it depends <laughs> how, many, how many streams we get. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Loved it, bro. Loved it, man. Yeah, it was great. Lionel's like one of the most passionate managers I've ever run into. I, it's honestly really inspiring, honestly, because he's been working in it for so long. Yeah. And it's so easy to get burnt out doing something like this, too. Yeah. But he still seems like he's in the beginning of his career. And I was very evident with the way that he spoke about things and even the way he strategizes. He's still he's still very humble in his approach. You can just tell. Yeah. So, you know, as a manager myself, I definitely not only took gems away from what he was saying, but his attitude and his yeah. attitude towards his career yeah. and even his attitude on teaching others how to manage, you mm-hmm. know, saying that when you come to my company and you want to learn, we can do that. Like right. I'm here to teach you. I love teaching this. This is what I do. I love this so much that I'm willing to teach other people, you know, for whatever. Yeah. So for sure. No, it is the success that they've Lionel and black coffee and Lionel's whole roster and his incredible team. I mean, the kind of the joint effort and success they've all been able to have is amazing to see and to continue to see. So I think I, the humility that you alluded to, I think the persistence, 
These are all just different traits that I think are so foundational and important to really having a successful and kind of sustainable and lasting career in this industry. And I think, um, I think Lionel and their story is a true testament to that. So can't wait to see what they continue to do. Um, and really think his perspective and the tactics, all the stuff that we discussed is just invaluable. I'm going to have to put this one on repeat myself. For sure. Well, thank you guys as always for tuning in. Really appreciate the support. So um, if you haven't already, please go ahead, drop a review. Um, helps us understand what we're doing that you like, things we could be doing better. Um, and if you have any ideas on guests or different topics, never hesitate to reach out on Instagram at Music Business Podcast. Uh, until next week, we out.